I'm guessing that it's um, creamery, right? It's, yeah, no, yeah, I think so. No fancy looks. The spelling looks a little different. So I was, I was because creamery, I think, ends with a Y. So yes. I, so I thought, well, I'm going with creamery. <laughs> it's Australian for beer. Jim and Steve watch a show. They watch a show that you've never seen. Welcome everyone to Jim and Steve Watch a Show, episode seven. In this episode, we're going to take a look at a show called Creamery. My name is Jim. I am Steve. And Steve, would you like to tell everyone what our podcast is all about? As we say every week, there are a ton of options on the different streaming services, and we try to pick a show that maybe you might ordinarily pass over. We watch the first episode and we give you our review. And again, this week we're taking a look at Creamery. We'd like to start off with some basic background info about this show. So, Steve, what do you got? This show was made in New Zealand. Uh, there are three primary actors that are probably the, the headliners of the show. There is Perlina Lau, J.J. Fong, and Ali Zhu. Uh, they play what... They're either really good friends or they're sisters, and they run a dairy farm, which I believe is at least partially where the show gets its name from. Uh, it started in April 19th of 2021. It ran until May 24th of 2021. So there's only six episodes in the first season. Each one is about 25 minutes long. At the time of this recording, it was on Hulu. Yeah, not a big ask to watch the whole season, I, I wouldn't think. Oh, you could binge this yeah. in, in an evening. Yeah. I mean, it's equal to a couple episodes of, of Gumio in your... <laughs> yeah, this is one Gumio. <laughs> you're through the whole season. That's right. Um, this might be one of the... I think this is the shortest show that we've reviewed this oh, By far, by far. Yeah. All right, good info there. We are now on to the summary challenge, and I think you're up this time, right? It is my turn to go first. Uh, as I said... Creamery is about either three sisters or three good friends that run a dairy farm. At the beginning of this episode, something happens and every guy on earth dies. And the show takes place eight years later, kind of skipping over all of the dying and just showing what society is like with no men in it. I guess I don't want to go any further than that because it being only a 25 minute episode, I would have just told you the entire thing. <laughs> That was good. Yeah. I was, I was debating about including the one part at the end because it's kind of a big deal or big spoiler. So yeah, I'll that's leave, tough. Maybe I'll leave that one out. All right. So that, that was great. So here's, here's my uh, summary challenge. Uh, so this takes place in a small farm or town. And the backstory is that a uh, virus kills off all the men on the, the planet there's a small society of women that are left and they're trying to rebuild. There are three main characters or friends that they focus on. Uh, there's something called a pregnancy lottery that filters in and rules are enforced by drugs, implants and lobotomies. <laughs> I think that's, that's, that's right. <laughs> that's my summary challenge. Now we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll leave the big reveal at the end of episode one for everybody to, to watch for themselves if they would care to. Yep, absolutely. All right, so that was our summary challenge. 
Now on to points of interest and clarification that one might need to better enjoy the show if they were to watch it. So what what do you got? Now, this one is probably one of the most straightforward shows that we've watched in that I don't know that you need to know any cultural inside hints or any like kind of like the opposite of Poonchayat. Where (laughs) you watch this and you can just sit back and you get it immediately. You know what's going on. It's just kind of showing, I guess, a New Zealand take on what the world will be like without men in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a a great point. I think this could, I think anybody could easily kind of place themselves into this situation, like you said. It doesn't feel like it's from one particular country or culture than than another, which I guess makes it pretty accessible. Um, I was curious, though where they where they are because i i feel like i don't know why i feel like this maybe because i know it's made in new zealand i feel like they're on an island or something but i don't kind of yeah but i don't know for sure like this could just be out in the countryside someplace i they're not super clear on where it takes place like and i kind of wondered also like i assume the whole rest of the world is still chugging along and this is just like their little piece of the world and what they decided to do with it because like you said there's this pregnancy lottery and they're they're using what i assume is like sperm bank sperm to impregnate women and they even note that yeah if you have a baby boy it's gonna die so everyone's rooting for more women but uh, it seems like a lot of women wanted to be pregnant at least from the, the one scene there uh but then you also get the idea that the woman in charge isn't the best person in the world mm-hmm. but they don't but she didn't really do anything to, to show that you just kind of get the idea that she's maybe not as nice as she's trying to, to show that she is yeah she's got this culty vibe yeah like yeah. the whole thing's got like a culty vibe to it and uh yeah i don't know like you said if this if this is just a reflection of a larger leadership structure that's taken place or if this is just this pocket of people and the way they're running things, that's not super clear. And I, I don't right. know if that becomes clear or not. Um, yeah. And, and I don't know either. Uh, and I guess I probably should have mentioned this. It's only one season last July. They said they were going to do a season two, but here yeah. we are in 2023 and there's no season two. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know if they're just taking their time or what, but you think for only a six episode season, it'd be pretty easy to film season two. Yeah. Huh. Well, <laughs> if we throw some questions, we, yeah, we may never know <laughs> the answers. Uh, my, my only other question here was, I'm not sure, and I know you have to suspend disbelief for science fiction and fantasy shows, but I didn't know enough about viruses to know if they can only attack either men or or women. I'm sure that's not really important. I mean, I mean, it's just, that's like the premise of the show, but part of me is like, I don't think that's how viruses work, but. Well, you kind of went more high level than me because I was thinking, what about all the jars that will go unopened? (laughs) (laughs) All these pickles will never be eaten. Like, what are they going to do? No pickle jar here. (laughs) I can't open this mayonnaise. Like, I don't know what they're going to do with all these jars. (laughs) All right. So on to positive strengths of and and such for the show. So what did you like about it? You know, (laughs) I'm a sucker for post-apocalypse in pretty much any form. It's one of my favorite things. Like I, I really just like that. It was 
kind of a lighthearted take on the post-apocalypse. So many get bogged down in the actual apocalypse happening. And this was kind of refreshing that it went eight years into the future. Yeah. They spent maybe the first 90 seconds on what happened. And then all of a sudden it's eight years later. And I thought that was kind of a nice take on it. Yeah. Great montage too. And there's kind of a funny payoff at the end, (laughs) (laughs) which I don't want to give away. Right. Um, but you're right. What you don't get a lot of are post-apocalyptic comedies. <laughs> and right. That's, and that's a shame because like you said, like something like a walking dead or, or whatever. I mean, it's, those get dark and, and heavy and there's a place for those, but for sure. But this, this is kind of an interesting uh, bend on the, the genre, which makes it me, I, which I thought I even wrote down, I, I thought it was kind of funny and it makes you want to watch more because it's a kind of a unique take. Yep. Um, I thought the premise was pretty good and it's paced well and it's an easy watch of only six episodes. Well, well, and their their take on punishment. You know, like they they still have prisons and jails, but they don't use them. Yeah. They they just drug you into oblivion and like and it lasts for however long the punishment they want it to last, and then I guess you're back to normal. Yeah, what was it called? A bliss bliss pod? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah, they just it's like this little node they inject in the back of your neck and i think it dissolves over time and then you're like okay i've served my time yeah pretty uh clever little little things that they were playing with tropes and stuff was yep. cool. um so weaknesses and and drawback now this this kind of relates to what you were just saying i was a little bit and again i might be overthinking this but if this is only eight years in the future some of that tech controlling people seem pretty high tech considering society just crashed well and i kind of thought it was a vague suggestion of how far you could go without men screwing it up yeah that's a great point that's kind of how i took it they're like look at all these amazing things we can do without guys right the guys aren't holding us back we've got all these like really interesting mind control stuff right um, Everybody's singing together and having a great time and like no one's fighting. And yeah, I think you're, you're right. I think I, I missed that. It was kind of a tongue in cheek. Well, look how advanced we can be in eight years. If we don't have guys screwing up things for us. So that's another, so the show's clever. I think the show is clever. In, it in is. Yeah. And, and you know, and it's kind of fun whenever you have a show and everyone has an accent that you don't have and you rarely hear in your daily life. Yeah. They, that accent just always sounds so cheerful to me. Like even whenever they're angry with each other, it still sounds like they're in a pretty good mood. That's true. Yeah, even when they get upset. Have you? I'm assuming you've seen Flight of the Concords, right? Yes. So yeah, I mean, same thing. There's just something yep. about it that puts you in a in a good mood. Uh, so that brings us to the question: Would you watch the whole season of this? I, I absolutely would. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Yeah. Even I mean, it pushes all the buttons for me. It's mm-hmm. not crazy long. It is a good premise. It leans a bit more towards comedy, and I like post-apocalypse. All the boxes are ticked. Yeah. <laughs> so where do we rank it? And I guess to review, we well, we have well, actually we have different rankings, right? So we, I'm, we I'm curious where where would you put this in your your six? <sighs> you know now, I, now seven now seven. I was actually going to put it at number one. Oh, I was too. But the only thing that concerned me, and I think I still will put it number one, but I was just like, but as a six episode season one, 
and and up in the air season two. Like mm-hmm. some of these other shows are three or more seasons where if I were going to watch them, I'd get more of that payoff. Yeah. Because Dark wasn't Dark the one that has three season arc? Uh yeah, Dark looks like it was three seasons and concluded. Black right. Spot was three seasons, but not concluded. Right. I think Prune Chiat was six seasons. So I mean, like there's yeah. there's a lot more there. You could watch this in an evening and never yeah. see it again. Yeah. That's tough. But I'll still put it at number one for now. We agree now on number one. And, and number, the last and number, one. On number seven. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, Gumio. <laughs> All right, so we're up for the uh, nerd challenge, or I'm up for the nerd challenge. Right, it is my, your turn my, today. My turn. All right, this is another one, and I, I was just sitting there. I'm like, aha! I, mm. I have another good question for you. Okay. okay, I'm ready. So, you wake up tomorrow, and your favorite toy is on your table in mint condition and in the package. What toy is it, and why? Ooh, that's good. Now, what I have to do is get outside of my collector brain for in terms of like value, right? Yeah, well, no, you base it on what you want. If you're just looking to flip this thing and sell it, hey, <laughs> that, that's fine too. Now, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for more of the emotional, the nostalgic kind of thing. So, a toy that I could have mint in box. Yeah, yeah, it's it is sitting there, brand new from whatever store you got it from as a kid. Mint in sealed box. Yep. Well, for me, it's it's going to be a transformer. But now I just have to to narrow it down because the thing with transformers is they get so brittle over yeah. over time. The the plastic gets gets so brittle, and I would I would think because I have a soft spot for for this one, I'm going to have to go with uh, Prowl. And I don't know if I told you the story behind why that that toy kind of means a lot, or getting that toy later in life means a lot to me because I brought that. I bought it with my own money when I was a kid and I brought it to school mm-hmm. and uh, I let another kid play with it. Ooh. And while he was trying to transform it, he broke it in half. <laughs> and, and I've, I'll never forget. Like he broke it in half and he just kind of looked at it and shrugged his shoulders and like handed it back. To me. <laughs> devastating yeah and so i just remember holding like the two halves of one tear rolling down your cheek in my hands and having this yeah broken transformer in my collection for the longest time and arguably that's still a very fragile toy i i I bought one but Mm -hmm. there's it's still a few pieces broken off of it so to have one mint sealed in the box that you could potentially open and and transform yeah, right. w- without a breaking. Uh, that would be nice. That would that would be a that would be a treat. Very cool. Yeah. Good answer. That was, that was great. Thanks. No, that was, that was good. I'll, I'll Down memory forget. lane. I'll never forget. <laughs> Poor proud. Broken yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about how about how about you? Can I throw can I throw that back at you? Like, what uh, do you have? Do you have a, a toy that you'd like I, to? Have I do. Box? I do. Yeah. Let's hear it. Whenever I was in second grade for Christmas, yeah, I got the AT-AT from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and I mean it was pretty big. Yeah, and I, I just remember like I probably played with that thing for like a thousand hours of my life. 
because you know whenever you're you're young you've got gi joes and you've got star wars like it, everything fights everything and i use that non-stop to the point that i think i probably broke it from overuse yeah and and i just remember like every detail of that thing and just how cool it was and i it would be amazing to have that again yeah sealed in box too oh yeah yeah awesome man that's a great question and completely as an aside and kind of related to this show you ever notice how they don't ever really have post-apocalypse where all the women die because I was thinking it used to probably be the case because they're like, well, without eggs, you can't have any more babies and you're doomed. Yeah. But there are frozen eggs. Yeah. So I would be curious to see somebody's take if the, if it was reversed. I, my prediction is they would probably ramp up the violence and it would be like the purge. Yeah. <laughs> but like you're just guy style. Well, I'm trying to think like in um, the Road Warrior or Mad Max. Are there female characters in those? There are. Okay. There are. I couldn't I couldn't remember. I just I do remember like in a lot of like after Mad Max and a lot of those like copycat ones, there are women, but they're pretty few. Yeah, they're they're pretty brutal themselves. And so I but but even in those cases, like someone still has to be getting pregnant and having babies. But if you yeah. reverse the plot of this. I think you could still have it, but I think it would go the other way. And it might yeah. still be funny in some ways, but they would be like just everybody, just people dying randomly and all the time. Yeah, they're not going to be making really large advances and strides in technology and medicine. Yeah, here's a new <laughs> sword I made. Let's try it out. <laughs> It'll be reverting back to worshiping from and exactly that scene. <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes episode uh, seven of Jim and Steve Watch a Show. Uh, thanks for listening and tune in next time when we pick another show out of the, the streaming universe to take a look at and, and talk about. And my name is Jim. I am Steve. And thank you, everybody. Jim and Steve watch a show that watches a show to scooby doo bit and sound. <laughs> <laughs>